Here we go! My name's Bubba. My name's Anna. And you are tuned in to Church Nerds, an LTN radio morning show and a proud member of the Love Thy Nerd podcast network. I am a founding member of Love Thy Nerd, which is a really dope mission that we hope that you come to know and love if you haven't already. We like to be the love of Jesus to nerds and nerd culture. That's our mission statement. And we do that a hundred different ways. One of the ways... One hundred? Have you counted them? Well, one hundred and thirty-two. And a point seventeen. I would just gonna say sub one hundred, but what? Don't you think it's sub one hundred? I think it's way over one hundred. Over one hundred? It's over nine thousand. Oh my gosh! That was Dragon Ball. Anyway, what were you gonna say? I interrupted you. Um, just probably a lot of really cool. You said one of the ways is. Uh, Oh, one of the ways is this podcast. That's that's how we do it. And I'm a full-time employee, missionary, however you want to look at it. I'm a founder of this organization, so I'm one of the full-time bros that do mm-hmm. this thing. And in order to do that, we got to raise support. So this is the quick pitch right here at the beginning of the podcast. If you would like to help support our family personally, and I say our family because this is my wife, Anna. We'll get to who she is and what she does here in just a second. But we do this podcast together, and Anna is a part of what we do here at Love Thy Nerd. So if you're interested and you want to support our family, please go to lovethynerd.com slash Bubba, and I would greatly appreciate you joining our partner team. There's a lot of stuff there, more episodes of this podcast, what it means to be uh, in nerd culture missions, all sorts of good stuff like that. Um, End of speech, speech over. I yield my time, um, Mr. Foreman. Okay, cool. Well, I am Anna, and I'm here with you doing this, so also... (laughs) <clears throat> homeschooling what a great introduction Mom of three i've said all of these things i just uh-huh. feel like i'm repeating myself See, that's why i said different things i'm running out of like interesting things to say here's an interesting i didn't write thing. anything down i just went for it here's an interesting thing about me i like to bake i like holiday baking specifically and i have a tradition well we have a tradition in our <laughs> you see me trying to catch this gnat <laughs> That's you look right. like a crazy person. We're recording right? in the garage, and I'm so glad that we're not on Twitch. Next year, we're working on getting on Twitch. Bubba's just like, it's like when you see someone tracing dust particles. Have you ever seen somebody doing that? He's trying to catch a gnat. Anyway. This is my life. If you've seen my stream, you've seen me chase gnats. Continue. Uh, it's not very well sealed. Anyway, so I like to make these things called whoopie pies. Ooh, ooh mama see. Which every year... It is my tradition that I I bake them every week for our life group. Different varieties of whoopie pies. You said every um, year you bake them every week. That is a misnomer. Every year for a season there of the go. year, I bake them on a weekly basis. So from uh, Halloween through Thanksgiving is my typical whoopie pie season. Now, COVID has really messed everything up this year, and we haven't been able to be around people as often because... You know, if somebody is a little bit sick, we're like, don't come over here. Yeah. Don't see us, you know, um, trying to keep everybody safe. And so that means that I've only gotten to bake two types, which usually it's like, you know, four-ish. Yeah, it, 
two. That's <clears throat> not even. And so we're we're gonna probably extend through Christmas ish. We've had three though so no. far. Yeah, we yes, Mm-mm-mm. we had pumpkin oh, whoopie right. pies. We had savory whoop, whoopie pies, which were the cream. Ba- you say savory bacon, oatmeal, maple. It's way more savory. <laughs> like it had got meat in it, bro. It does. Yes. And then we had the the traditional chocolate whoopie pies. Yes. So. Hopefully everyone is familiar with whoopie pies, but basically it's kind of like a moon pie, but, but what a better. terrible analogy! Yeah, it's so. it's it's like a whoopie pie in that it's nothing, or it's like a moon pie in that it's not at all like a moon pie. <laughs> well, it's two chocolate cakes. You with could a, just as easily say it's like a sandwich, a creamy marshmallow-ish. It's more like an filling. oatmeal cream pie. Okay. I don't know. I don't eat. Not the, I don't eat little pie. Debbie's because they're disgusting. <gasps> it's like it's like <laughs> a. You, you guys ever had? Um, so I know this is a, it's a Christian podcast, but a devil dog, a little Debbie's devil dog. Oh. Oh <sighs> man. Anyway, it's like one of those. But so better. yeah, I, I mean, and I originally started this because, um, well, you had to. Because <laughs> it was in the prenup. So so whoopie pies originate um, up in like New England. They also yeah, are called gobs, um, is another name for them. And I don't like that. I, I know. Come I didn't know we that. Don't, I don't know. Gob? That's, well, I, it's either gob or whoopee. I mean, like, <laughs> take your pick. Whoop. So they said that the um, the children would eat them and be like, whoopee. <laughs> they didn't say gob. <laughs> okay, got it. Yeah, noted. Anyway, so Ma, uh, Bubba's mom was from New Hampshire. And uh, so traditionally, she would make whoopie pies. I'd never had one until I was around your family. And y'all were all like, oh, they're amazing. And I'm not going to lie. It took me a little bit because I'm not a big fan of like shortening-y thing. I don't know. Like, Mom loves something shortening uh, words. <laughs> I don't know how this song goes. I know the tune, it does not go like that. Anyway, um, I tried to make them early on in our relationship. Um so Bubba's sister told me she was going to share this recipe with me. And mm. his mother told mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. that she was going to share this yeah. recipe with me. Nobody did share the recipe, though. And I'm not a I very demanding... I think it was because they were trying to keep it from no, you. No, 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 no. No, that's not what I'm saying. There's like terrible I could have at any time yeah. been like, hey, about that recipe. But I was like shy and I didn't want to be pushy and all this stuff. And so... We both changed a lot, Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I have the internet. I'm going to just find a whoopie pie recipe. Well, I made it and that did not go well. It didn't go I think the terrible. quote was, no, yes, it did. Yes, it did. Because you said, it's not, doesn't taste like what my mom made. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm out. Now I'm not ever doing this again. Yes, forget that, this. That phrase crushed you, and that was the that f- was not just you. No man should ever say that to his wife. <laughs> Except it's just, no, every man will say it at least one time. So I abandoned traditional whoopie pies at that point, and yeah. then which was a blow. A few years later, I found a recipe on Pinterest for pumpkin whoopie pies, and was like, "Hey, you know what? This could work because you can't compare it." With I the ones his mom makes, because these are completely ever, different. Only ever had chocolate whoopie chocolate, pies. Chocolate, yeah. That was it. So I made them, 
and they were a hit. Holy and our friends loved them. And one of them still talks about them from like a town that we don't even live in anymore. <laughs> he calls them, what does he call them? Crack, crack bombs? What does he call them? Who are you talking about? Uh, Chris, um, oh, what's his last name? Anyway, I'll, t- I'll tell you later. This is awesome. Yeah. Anyway, he really, really likes them. And I was like, cool. So I would start. I started making them every year. Well, then um, we were at Bucky's, which if you're a Texan, you know Oof, what Bucky's man. is. It's a huge like convenience store. It doesn't a, really. It's convenience store. Convenient convenience store. Convenience store doesn't really describe it. It's really more of an experience. Yeah. And um, they it's have like a gift shop without there. The rides. That's yeah. <laughs> but lots of snacks. Yeah. And um, merchandise. Oh, so they have a little like all of the Bucky's, almost all the Bucky's. They have a gift shop portion of their store that is huge, by the way. Yeah. And I found this Whoopie Pie cookbook there, with like all of these different varieties of Whoopie Pies, and like baking techniques, which. Let me tell you, took it up several notches. <laughs> and I made whoopie pies from this oh. book. And Bubba was like, Found it. This is it. Freaking nailed this it. This is this is it. These are the whoopie pies. And I was like, okay. So eventually um, used to used to have flat cakes. And there was something, I don't well, know what I the deal was. Well, I actually have altered even their recipe oh, okay. to make them a little bit more lofty. But um eventually I got to bake whoopie pies with your mom. Yeah. And like, you know, be really efficient. Like, these are the ones that your mom made. And you were like, yours are better. Yeah. And that was so healing. I think you, ma- I think you made two batches during that We made one of your mom's yeah. and one of mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she watched... She watched you make, I think you made Which yours first. Almost entirely this, you know, like yeah. a whoopie pie is a whoopie pie yeah. pretty much. It's well, just a few, a few little, I think we've like decided the technique, it's not. Yeah. the technique was the same. I do pipe my filling in instead of spreading it with my a mo- knife. Yeah, my mom spread it with a knife and uh-huh. I enjoy the piping. Well, your sister pipes them. Your sister and I make them very similarly in that it's like we pipe in the filling. We make sure that any weirdly shaped ones are put together like because <laughs> yeah. you end up with a few that are more like triangular or something yeah. instead of round. And so matching We also wrap right individually. Size. Well, I, I've gone back and forth. I, prettier, the prettier ones are not wrapped individually. But they are Rob, so moist. I'm telling you right now, they need there to is be. nothing more disappointing than trying to rip apart a stack of whoopie pies. <laughs> and you're like, just give me a fork. Just I'm I'm gonna sit down at this plate and finish this plate. It of is a pies. pain. It, if I could, if I could, like speed up the process of the wrapping. And I've tried different things. Like I've tried just using little sandwich baggies and thought maybe this yeah. will be better. It's not. And I, I wish there was a way to. I, I think it's fine. It I, I've grown accustomed so long. to it. That's uh, fine. You I've, say you've grown accustomed. You've grown accustomed to eating them I that have, way. Get you've out of here! I have helped you. Not grown accustomed to doing all of the wrapping. I have helped you. <laughs> you have helped me. We have made assembly lines for these things. But this, like on a weekly basis, it's a labor of love. It is a labor. You of love. You don't ask me anymore. So this is the last thing I say because I know we're like uh, yeah, we're down way over. to. Yeah. Um, but. They Bubba's family keeps the recipe pretty close to the chest, 
And um, it was like, we'll only share this with you because we're family type of thing. And I have my own recipe now, so I don't feel guilty about sharing it because it's not their it. recipe. It's Everybody different. should have one of these. People inevitably ask me for my whoopie pie recipe. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? Go for it. Absolutely. And I text them a very long list of instructions because I want them to turn out well. I don't want them to make them and yeah. then be like, these two are just not like Anna's. She withheld something from me. I don't want anybody to feel like I withheld anything. But inevitably what happens is people make them one time and are like, I think I'll just let Anna do it. Like pay you <laughs> These are or? a pain. Yeah. yeah. People have said I should open a food truck and we I'm should, like, mm -hmm. no, there's no food truck for not. a reason because it's very difficult to, I don't know how you would, we they should. don't store very well. Some of them, it's not should, like you can make, make them ahead. Should make some videos. Make videos? Yeah, I, I, would, I would be interested in making like a, just a little YouTube playlist of the different kinds of whoopie pies. Like how to make them? Yeah, because di it's different. Like making the oatmeal ones is different from making the the cake ones. I mean, everything's mostly the same, but they're, they are different. To you? I don't know. To it sounds you? like a lot of work. Hey, are you going to do, well, I'll do the baking, you well, do all the hey, editing, and then we Don't can you sound it. just like the people you've given the recipe to? T making a YouTube video sounds like a pain. But not if it's to show people we love them and we care about them and we want them to have the same amount of diabetes that we have. <laughs> they are not very healthy. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. You want these things. Um, there is, I mean, guys, we've got, we import marshmallow fluff. Oh, yeah. From the Amish from country. Amish country, yes. Of Kentucky. That's the one. This is a big deal. Okay. Thing I like to bring in, but I can't. I've only been able to do it twice. That's ah, so. worth it every stinking time. And when I make it with that really good Amish marshmallow cream, I also go and buy like special cocoa powder oh, yeah. and all that because, like, go big or go home. We could charge for these things, but then we could also just give them away, which is what we do. We took a <laughs> couple across, the kids took a couple across the street to the neighbor today of the pumpkin ones and. We like to share these things. There are people in, you know, like on church staff that are just like, I would have to bring them into work when I was working there. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. They're like, hey, you guys have whoopie pies. What, why didn't you bring me any whoopie pies? Mm -hmm. like, well, because <laughs> I want to eat them. I don't, like, I don't know how to answer your question. <laughs> well, anyway, whoopie pies aside, we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, the best deals because today as you're listening if you're listening on the day that this drops it is Black Friday so we're going to talk a little bit about good deals both in gaming and in the Christian life in the next two segments so stick around for more of the Church Nerds podcast This week in Nerdy News, this is LTNN. Wonder Woman 1984 officially has a release date, and it's sooner than you think. It's December 25th. This Christmas, Wonder Woman 1984 comes into our homes via HBO Max and in theaters at the exact same time. It will be available on HBO Max in the U.S. only, but at no extra cost to subscribers. You hear that, Disney Plus, with your Mulan garbage? Sorry, I'm still bitter about that. Lego has just announced their largest set ever 
Coming out later this month, it is the largest set in LEGO history with 9,036 pieces. What project could be worthy of such a title? The Roman Colosseum. Designed by Rock, Zlagan, and Kobe, the set features many true-to-life details, such as three different shades of brick to mimic the aging and different columns. There are also 80 ribs, like the real amphitheater. Fans will also notice columns from the Doric, Ionic, and Corinthian orders. Once built, the Lego Coliseum measures in at over 10.5 inches tall, 20.5 inches wide, and 23.5 inches deep. Fans will also be able to purchase the set starting November 27th from Lego.com and Lego stores for $549.99. Yeah, that's right. It's more than an Xbox Series X. Huh. And finally, last weekend, SpaceX launched into outer space on its historic Crew-1 commercial flight, and they brought a little guest along for the ride in the Dragon capsule, Baby Yoda. The Baby Yoda plush actually did have a role during the flight as it was acting as the zero-gravity indicator, which is an object that is brought on board to determine when a microgravity environment has been reached. NASA astronauts Shannon Walker, Victor Glover, Michael Hopkins, and Japanese Aerospace Exploration Agency astronaut Sochi Naguchi docked on the ISS, and they will live and work aboard the space station for approximately six months. That is going to do it for this week in Nerdy News. I've been Station Manager Matt, and this is LTNN. Hey there, and welcome back to Church Nerds here on LTN Radio, the Live 365 app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever it is that you find us. My name's Bubba, and I'm joined with my wife, Anna, and today we are talking about the best deals. It's Black Friday, Friday, Rebecca Black, Black Friday. I watched, hold please, because we're going to get to what we're talking about in just a second. I didn't know I was going to sing that, and then it just happened. Mainly because yeah. I watched I watched a video of her, like, she can, like, sing now. Yeah. Good well, for her. Well, she wasn't, her voice wasn't bad. It did was you just guys a hear cheesy, me tilt my head just then? Because I feel like It was just a cheesy video. No, her, it was gross. It and wasn't any worse than half of the Disney kids. Sorry, Kate. Here's the deal. I don't like. I don't need a bar to tell me that that her it wasn't good. Can you still find that video? Or yes. Is it, you can. Oh yes. I thought it was like banned from the internet. Oh no 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 no. YouTube mm. tried to like crack down on the sharing of it and it's all of that. It's the most disliked video on YouTube. It still is. I think so. No way. Yeah. Um. Anyway. For like uh, no reason. That's not good reasons to dislike that video. There are so many videos that should be disliked I, more. I agree with you. The internet is ruthless. Um, <laughs> Savage. Anyway. Well, all that to say, oh, are you going to keep talking about Rebecca Black? No, I'm, I think I can be done. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you might not even be listening to this episode live because you might be outscoring some sweet, sweet deals. Yeah. 
in the Black Friday doorbuster, probably not the doorbusters because um, those happened already hours ago. So. Yeah. But, you know, just the normal common folk who yeah. are less dedicated to, Pe- to Black Friday. Black Friday. Like yeah. Gray Friday. I came to the conclusion that I, I'm just not devoted to Black Friday the way some people are. This is another thing, along with whoopie pies, another thing go. that your family Let's introduced talk about me pies to again. <laughs> is Black Friday shopping because I had never, never, like I was 20 something years old, yep. probably 22 years old, before I had ever shopped on Black Friday. And then and you I went with went your sister. For hours. Well, I you was were gone with Jenna all day. Jenna. We played- so Love. much Minecraft that day <laughs> that I never wanted to say that word again. Uh, Bubba's sister, she loves a deal. She loves a deal. And yeah. so we went out with me, your mom, your sister, and Nene. Oh, my gosh. And I don't remember if if uh, Lala went to. But uh, we went out and we did the shopping thing until, yeah, shop till you drop that is for real. I was so tired and, um, you know, some things I was like, well, maybe I should do this. And I do sometimes, like if we're in town, I will go into a store Mm -hmm. and get a couple of things. But like, I'm just, I'm not willing to go and wait in lines because they might not not even have the thing that you wanted. It might be like the PS5 and the Xbox, whatever, whatever, Series X. You're doing great. Pro. Uh, you had it and you dropped it. <laughs> Fumble. <laughs> it's this. It's the Series X. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so uh, there are a lot of great deals going on out there, but I just want to let everybody know that we live in 2020. Okay, you live in the future, friends. And with that being said, it's been Black Friday for at least a month. Well, especially this year because of COVID. Yeah. So popular, like safety on Black Friday has always been an issue. Usually it's trampling people that we're trying to avoid. And this year it's not killing everybody with a respiratory virus. So, you know, um, I know that Matt had done this in his like LTNN news segment. LTNN. Yeah. LTNN news would be three M's. Let's just stop for a moment. And yes, slow clap. Matt, Matt Coker, our station manager. If you're not listening to LTN Radio, <laughs> LTNOnAir.com. This was an unscheduled promo here. <laughs> I am just blown away. You guys don't understand how much time he's putting into this station and how little he is getting paid for it. That's, yeah. <laughs> like Sorry, so, Matt. So little. We love you. We if, appreciate you. If you appreciate what he is doing for the radio station, please give directly to it. You can go to lovethynerd.com slash give and then choose LTN Radio from the drop-down menu. Like, it is super duper important and he deserves so much credit and cash for what he's doing. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, he did cover it in LTN. Yeah, he was talking about how um, Black Friday, they, they had to rethink how to do it this year because getting a whole bunch of people together is not great. Yeah, it's also, how you say a bad idea. The USPS right now is completely bogged down by oh, is online it really? shopping. I hadn't, I hadn't known. Yeah, um, Bubba's really salty about that right now because he was expecting a very important package mm-hmm. that said it would be delivered Monday. And currently, we really have no idea where it is. Somewhere, somewhere in between here and where it came from. So, yeah. 
Um, we're just trusting the, the Lord on that one, but yep. um, it's it's a challenge this year, and so in order to meet the the uh, I don't know dem- yeah, the, demands the demands here, they had to spread. It's like electronics Black Friday is these dates. Uh, clothes Black Friday is these dates with yeah. cer- you know for certain companies. So, but then you look at it and you have other companies like Best Buy mm-hmm. that are just like. We don't sell clothes. <laughs> yeah. um, it's, so, it's all electronics all the time. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, it's it has just been Black Friday for, for an entire month. Mm-hmm. And so I was actually talking with our CEO, Chris Gwaltney, and we we're looking at getting him a monitor, and you know, he's streaming with us on twitch.tv slash lovethynerd, doing our Sunday night stuff with League of Legends. And so he only has a single... L-O-L. Lol. He only has a single monitor which if you stream that's just that's bad news you need two monitors and you need mega desk you really do and so like quad desk in order to hit the quality that we're we're shooting for so he was he was like hey uh maybe we should we should wait until black friday and i'm like are you talking to me like it's not 2020 right now and like deals on monitors haven't been going on for over a month like i already bought it and it's heading your way and we got the deal on it like it this is what it is. So I want to help you understand some of the deals in gaming specifically. I've got I've got three things that I want to want to bring up to you today. Good listener of Church Nerds. The first and foremost is and I'm just starting at the top because there's no reason You should have worked up. Mm-mm, you I should can't. start at the bottom. I don't want to. Number I'm... 9. <laughs> ten, 10. Close. Did yeah. We start there's no 9 point list. Who cares? 10. You make the rules. Number three. But I'm going to read this one. Also, He's reading number one first, number one. everyone. Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Now, hear me out. I do not care if you do or don't like Microsoft or Xbox. Maybe you're a PlayStation, bro. Or you only play a Nintendo or you're a PC or whatever. Don't care. Xbox Game Pass Ultimate is the best deal in gaming bar absolutely none um xbox if you're listening you really ought to be paying bubba because he talks about this literally to every person he meets anybody i can get my hands on and look at me now mom with this podcast just using it as another time to talk about xbox game pass so let me give you some of the reasons this is the best game uh the the best deal in gaming you can get over a hundred games from current gen, last gen, meaning the Xbox One. Mm-hmm. So current gen, Xbox Series X, last gen, Xbox One, gen before that, Xbox 360, and then the original OG retro Xbox. So Any, all of them? Yes. Okay. Any title that is that is playable on an Xbox One from any of those generations is playable already on the Xbox Series X. And a lot of those were already digital in Game Pass. And so they are all backwards compatible. Not every game that has ever been, but all that were playable on the Xbox One. A lot of them were in Game Pass. And it's a subscription service. I know what you're thinking. Not another subscription service. That's what I'm thinking. Boo, subscriptions. And I'm right there with you. But... The games change, so that can be good and bad for some people. Oh, my favorite game. Your favorite game's probably not rolling off the list. Games that nobody is really playing 
are rolling off the list and they're adding more to it all the time. So currently, there are over 100 games from all of those generations, including indie games um, that are a part of their indie showcase. Um, It now includes, like as of this month, it now includes EA Play. And that's like Plants vs. Zombies action, Mass Effect, a lot of Star Wars titles. They just added Jedi Fallen Order. So if you wanted to play that but you didn't get a chance to, you can do that now. Not to mention sports games like Madden, UFC, PGA, FIFA, NHL, and NBA Live. And that's not even all of them. Like I downloaded a cricket game. I'm excited to play that. (laughs) I think that that's just going to be a blast to stream, cool, right? You do like, you. I'm not like, they finally had it. You cr- are cr- not going to stream that. I am. Get out of here. I am. Hey, you, you think I'm only going to stream Destiny? I will and that's... watch a cricket game if you will play anything besides Destiny. Get out of here. <laughs> um, you also get day of releases on Xbox first party titles. So you think about like Halo is the big Microsoft Xbox title. That's what put them on the map way back in the day. When Halo Infinite comes out, It'll be on there day one. And I didn't even put this in the list. I've talked about it a hundred times on free play. And all you're paying for is the pass. You're not You just pay for for the pass. Yeah. Um, And so you already get all the Microsoft titles. You already get all of the EA stuff. Um, EA doesn't have day one releases, but it's like really soon when you actually get them. Um, And then they just purchased uh, ZeniMax, Bethesda, id Software, all that stuff. That's Doom... That's Skyrim, you know, Elder Scrolls, that's Fallout, all that stuff. They just, like Microsoft purchased that company. So all of that will be in Game Pass as well. So like that's huge if you like really amazing, immersive single player experiences. Um, not to mention the perks. Like that, those aren't perks. That's just like, hey, welcome to Game Pass. The perks that you get from Ultimate um, include but are not limited to by any stretch of the imagination, 30 days of Disney plus Um, you can binge the Mandalorian in a day. But if you need 30 (laughs) days, you can binge the Mandalorian and just watch almost anything else you want to watch on Disney plus in 30 days. There's a lot of great stuff on Disney plus the world. According to Jeff Goldblum is on Disney plus Mm -hmm. what a fantastic show. (laughs) Um, you also get three months of Discord Nitro, which if you don't know what Discord is, just go to lovethynerd.com slash Discord. You can check that out. I don't know what Discord Nitro is, though. Discord Nitro allows you to boost servers so that servers get extra things. It allows you to use emotes if you're a part of oh, other okay. servers. Um, and it gets you like a bump on your audio rate and you know video sharing and all sorts of stuff. If you don't use Discord, it doesn't matter to you, but yep. it's there. Uh, here's one that everybody might think is pretty cool. You get three months of Spotify Premium just because you have Xbox Game Pass. So all of these things are included in Xbox Game Pass as well as just your t- traditional Xbox Live Gold, which gives you multiplayer access, and then they also have like free games that you can you can get. Yeah, Xbox Live Gold is kind of like, why have an Xbox if you don't have Xbox Live Gold? Basically, basically. It gets you access to multiplayer stuff, and it used to be the only place that you could get free games. Well, that used to be actually something that I bought on Black Friday. I know. Yeah, we would buy a year at a time. (laughs) Yeah, because it was better that way. So you get all of that, okay? 
and your first month is $1. All of that for a dollar. That's stupid. It's it, other companies have said that it's unsustainable. Well, that's how that's how they get you in. The first one's free, you know. So what's what's what is it like after that? Okay, if you already have Xbox Live Gold, and let's say we did what we did and we got it for a year, for one dollar, like a one dollar period, you get all of that added to your Xbox Live Gold. It's not for the first month, and then you pay after that. It's like whatever you have paid up to for Xbox Xbox Live Gold, for a dollar you can add all of this onto that. Oh, that's crazy. So then after that lapses and you go back to a normal payment schedule, it's only $15 a month after that. Like if you were to buy one game, it would take you, if it's an Xbox Series X or S game, those games are now $70 to $75. Right. It would take you like, you know, four or five months to get to that. Yeah. And you get all this other stuff. Yeah. For the price of one game. Well, it's like you need to think about how many games realistically would you buy a year for your Xbox? Oh, yeah. And my number was pretty low. It was pretty low. I. But even if you bought like two games for a year, oh, or yeah, three yeah, yeah. for Absolutely. a whole year, I mean, hmm. still worth it. And you get way more than that. I, I've down, I downloaded, oh my gosh, so many games. Um, so it's 15 bucks a month after that. And not even to mention, if you play on PC, this isn't just an Xbox console thing. If you play on PC, Game Pass Ultimate, which is what I'm talking about, not just regular Game Pass. Game Pass Ultimate that comes with all these perks gets you access to the games that you can get on PC as well. So it's not just the games you play on Xbox, but it's also things that you want to play on your PC. So the, the titles are a little bit different. They're closing the gap between the two, but maybe you want to play on your PC and you don't want to play on an Xbox, or you have both and you want to do vice versa. You've got the ability to do that. So like I said, it's the best deal in gaming, period. Like I, I people that get paid to do this, like legitimately from GameSpot and IGN and all these others, they say the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. It's just the best deal in gaming. Okay, well, now pitch made. Here's the deal. Like Nintendo has a thing that you can do with, uh, you know, Switch Online and you get access to old school games and stuff like that. That's really cool. They're not updating it very well. Yeah. Um, they started really fast and went, went really well for a while. And then it's like every other month, maybe you get one game, two games, something like that. Mm. PlayStation has a thing called PlayStation Now, which is kind of like this. They said that they were never going to do a model like this because they they were the ones who said that this was an unsustainable model. And they kind of bashed Xbox. And they recently came out, I think last month, the beginning of this month uh, in November, and said, we're working on something. Um, you know because because the Michael Scott paper company is driving them out of business that's exactly what it is yeah Um, and so you know there are other things out there but you know often imitated never duplicated so what if you only play on PC and you don't you don't care about any of these big name titles you like playing indie stuff you like playing things that are from like small publishers and really quick games maybe like pixel based stuff a lot of things there's a website out there called Humble Bundle And what it does 
is it allows you to purchase PC games for pennies on the dollar, and you can give in that purchase to charitable organizations. And wouldn't you know it, Love Thy Nerd is one of those charitable organizations that you can choose. Plug. What about that? That's crazy. Um, I'm not going to speak too much on that. Go go to HumbleBundle.com and check that out. Like it's it's really cool. And you can get hundreds of games and basically pay what you want um, to do that. Um, I think it's a really good supplement to Xbox um, Game Pass Ultimate on PC. Because like I said, there's a lot more indie stuff on there. Does Xbox Game Pass um, give you access to all of the paid content for Solitaire? I do not know how to answer that question. I was not aware there was paid content for Solitaire. Oh, yes, there is. Why? (laughs) I don't know. They want you to buy like the pro packs. You get extra decks. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Wow. Wow. Okay. Anyway. Scam alert. Scam alert. Moving on. It's for old people. I know. I know. But I have to watch ads every time I want to play Solitaire. Babe. We have cards. Just use the cards. Oh, boo. No. No ads on our cards. Anyway, moving Last on. Last but not least, um, <laughs> not not to be forgotten here, we love board games and tabletop games. Some might argue too much. I wouldn't. Me. I'm yeah. arguing. I'm arguing too much. So to, for the last little bit of this segment here, there are always tabletop deals that are going on. And I just want to point you to a very easy place to find them. Target.com yep. or Target in store. <clears throat> yep. Target just kind of crushes it sometimes. It's the best big box place to get board games. Target and has they are pretty competitive. I mean, it's, yeah. The, a lot of times their deals are like buy two, get one free, which is a great deal. They do have some exclusives. I saw Amazon has some exclusives uh, as well this year, so... Yes. Yeah. Looking through our little little uh, Amazon <laughs> Joy Delivered gift guide. Yeah, a little mailer there. Yep. But be sure to check out Target.com, not a sponsor. Um, none of these are sponsors. These are just people that Although I... Although some of them should be because really you talked should. about them a lot. I, you call me a fanboy. I, it is what it is. But usually the online deals for board games go hand in hand with either seasons or whenever board game like large board game conventions are going on. Mm. So if you want to know Rest in peace for now. If you want to know when those things are going on, just be sure to follow us on on Twitter at love thy nerd and uh, we we kind of keep you abreast of the situation and let you know when the deals are happening. Or like I said, get in our Discord or follow us on Facebook, join our Facebook community as well. Those are just some of them. Um, last, last, last thing I want to tell you about, this is just like a little quick hit pro tip for board games. Even if there's not a deal going on, on a lot of websites, um, a lot of like board game websites, not target, but like board game, actual shopping sites, Mm -hmm. you can look for a category called ding and dent. And it means exactly what you think it means. If you don't care that your box corner is crushed or that there's a hole in the box or it's a deal breaker ladies it's a deal breaker if you don't care about the aesthetic of the actual container that the game comes in you can get it for 
a discounted price. It's the same thing as like like a can falls off a, a shelf at your grocer, and then you get a discount off of that can. My do grocer do that never never does that. I know you can go to special stores where you can buy like all of the dented things. There are also special websites where yeah. you can buy ding dent games. So I did that for I did that for a while. Honestly, I would just go and and buy the 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 ding dent games. So that's my pro tip: go and look for that. Always a reduced price year round. We really just want to show you there are deals going on all the time in gaming. Mm-hmm. And if you stick around for the next segment, we're going to talk about the year round deal. That is Jesus. That's a, that's a solid Jesus juke right Jesus there. Jesus juke. Yeah, broke yep. your ankles. Uh, we're <laughs> going to take a quick break, but like I said, when we come back, we're going to be talking about the year-round deal that is Jesus right here on the Church Nerds Podcast. In the Stanford Prison Experiment, 21 out of 21 students, when given absolute power abused and tortured their fellow students. My competitor likens people to pure falling snow. I would respond, there is none righteous, no, not one. Now I realize Mr. Simmons' quote was from the great Franz Wickmeyer. Mine was just from a simple desert handyman named Jesus. In episode nine of season one of Community, we see Annie rope in Jeff to join the debate team to go up against Jeremy Soulpatch Simmons and the city college debate team over the question, is man basically good? Now, this is a debate that we've been having as humans for as long as humans have existed. Are we basically good or are we evil? Now, Jeff did already point out that Bible verse that says none of us are righteous. But does that actually answer the question of whether or not we can have a good nature more often than not? Because, of course, whether you're a believer or you're not, we all do good things. We all have times in our lives where we're actually fueled by positive motives, which is why a lot of people, even believers, tend to think that entry into heaven is going to be largely based on our works. If our good outweighs our bad. But the problem is we can't be judged just based on our actions. We also have to be judged based on our motives and our thought life. And honestly, even when we're doing really good things, sometimes we're doing it with the wrong spirit or doing it begrudgingly because we feel like we have to. That's when the Holy Spirit chimes in and asks you, Let me ask a question. Do you hate this? Do you hate doing this? Do you? Now, people want to argue this point. People want to say, no, I am really good, and that's fine. If you want to be stuck in that mindset, that's okay. But uh, in reality, we all know that deep down, we're inherently selfish. Now, we wouldn't want to come out and just say that we're inherently evil because evil is such a powerful word, but that's not exactly what evil means in this instance. Evil simply means not of God. That's what we're talking about here. And when we are acting in our own self-interest above others, putting ourselves first, that is an evil act. We worship ourselves. We worship celebrities. We worship other people in our lives, romantic partners. We put them all in the place of God, and that skews our morality. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes 7.29, Behold, I have found only this, that God made men upright, but they have sought out many devices. God did make us and qualify us as very good, but from the very beginning, we've messed that up with our sinful intentions. But even then, God refused to let us go by sending his son to come and die sinless for our sins. Any sin makes us unrighteous. 
But God is good and grace is real. So in comparing ourselves to God and the goodness that he holds, it's all right to say, man is evil. Catch a new Back Row Binge Watch every Monday on the Back Row Morning Show, exclusively on LTN Radio. Welcome back to Church Nerds, and if you're just now tuning in on LTN Radio or the Live 365 app or wherever it is that you found us, syndicated on podcasts, uh, putting us in your earbuds while you're doing the Black Friday deals, um, we are just now talking about all of the stuff. Last segment, we, t- we talked about all the deals that you can get in gaming year-round, mm-hmm. um, and it's we're talking kind of about Black Friday. Kind yeah, of, well, sort of, kind of, yeah. We wouldn't be ta- we wouldn't be talking about this if it weren't Black Friday. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. I get. Yeah, that's it's the whole point. Um, but we want to kind of turn the corner a little bit. It's a good Friday. Oh, we Jesus Jesus Friday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, kick us off here. Me kick us yeah, off. Yeah, you wrote this segment. This this Did little I? opening paragraph. Oh, I'm gonna give you a chance well, to say some words before I monologue for just, a minute. You are gonna monologue for a minute. Uh, usually, yeah. it's you that monologues in this. It's, yeah, and that's so true. Because I gonna, usually do a lot of the writing, but I let you. Yeah. I let you take it a lot this time. Jesus, take the wheel. Well, it's just if you're if you're not familiar with our show, typically we'll do you know a nerdy segment or a funny segment, and then we'll kind of bring it home with some. Good old spiritual truth, yeah. um, because we're church nerds. It's like so a weekly revival. We got blech. come on, don't oh, yuck me. Blech. I don't have good revival memories. Just pretend like we're in a tent. Oh, yeesh. and everybody's sweating, and <laughs> someone's we've been here for twelve hours, and lots of yeah weird prayer circles. But everybody got healed, <laughs> so. Have you ever been to a revival? No. Okay. No. So you have no kind, right. Well, kind of. You have no I am yucking your yum right now because kind have of. you we, heard that expression? Yeah. I just learned this expression and I heard it twice in a week. Don't yuck my because yum. Because the internet. Yeah. And, uh, you know. Let's get past it. I'm not, yeah, this, we're, this is the yucking yum podcast. <laughs> it's a church nerd. So anyway. We had our we had our nerdy moment. So this yeah. is our this is our more spiritual introspective uh, uh, moment here. And so we've been talking about we're not trying to be cheesy or mm. anything, but uh, it's an important element of this show to to for to take a spiritual turn here. And so this is it. Yeah, is sort of the the deal of a lifetime, the free gift. Um, you know. Yeah, a, a salvation kind of uh, topic here. Yeah, I feel like kind if, of goes hand in hand. If you're not a Christian and you're still listening, may the Lord bless you and keep you and lift His countenance upon you and give you peace. I I hope that you can kind of see and tell by all of the things that we do and how we conduct ourselves, the words that we use, phrases, and all sorts of stuff, and even just by last um, segment alone. 
that this is this can be a safe space, but we do want to get down to the nitty gritty and talk about the thing that is very important to us, the reason that we do the things that we do. Period. Uh, really, not everybody do do's do's. Not everyone do's the things do's that we do. Do's is do's. a word, but it does not mean what you think it means here. Not everyone does what they do for the same reasons that we do, but do 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 do. I'm done well, saying the word do. And yeah, I think. Too, like in our in our Facebook community and in a lot of places we're doing a lot of outreach and so we're trying to keep things pretty neutral just to rub shoulders with people and not be weird yeah um this is not that place though yeah we totally will bring out all of the Jesus things yeah in this place because it's specifically designed you know, for that we, we welcome people who are not followers of Jesus to go ahead and listen but it, this podcast is specifically written for. Yeah. Nerdy followers from, of Jesus. From a perspective of to a, 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 a nerdy Christian and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're the half. Half? Yeah. You're, I'm you're half. half nerd. Half nerd. Half nerd. Yeah. Step. I'm like a step. Step nerd. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> and so today what we want to do is we want to kind of shift the focus a little bit and talk about Jesus and how he legitimately is the deal, the steal of a lifetime. Um. So we've already talked about the great deals that nerds get, um, but let's let's talk a little bit about this. Being a Christian can feel a lot of times like we're losing out on the things in the here and the now, the right here, the right now. Um, we're called to live a life that is a certain kind of, of style, and for a lot of people, um, when we make the choices to live that life, it kind of feels like it's not necessarily fun. Or easy, like I could be out doing this, and and you know I could I could be doing that, and it would be it would be so much more legitimately fun to do these things. Because in our mind, it seems like that would be f- more fulfilling. Absolutely, yeah. If I went out and did like just partied my brains out, oh man, that would be so fun, you know. And God calls us to live in in a way that is different than that. And I'm not casting shade on anybody. I'm just, I'm using very broad terms in all these things that I'm saying. So if you're convicted, hey, that's kind of just like on you, right? Like that's how the Holy Spirit works. You can't blame me. You, you're listening to this podcast. Um, so some of these things have been taken to the extreme um, and they have been had, they, they've had undue restraints put on them. That can be legitimately life draining. So, like extra rules and do's and don'ts and like all that stuff. But it's important to know going into this conversation that Jesus' intent for us is not to torment us here on this earth. Talking like like that guy on what? Which one of those Dan Brown movies? That's like whipping himself. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was very disturbing. That whole thing is just a whole nother level. <laughs> but a lot of people do think that. Well, you know, God, we're, I'm just being tormented here, uh, so that God can be glorified in the hereafter. And it's like I don't, I don't know where that comes from. Well, I think the um, to an extent there is a biblical angle as far as just like sanctification being a refining process. Fair enough. So metal, Fair enough. when it is refined, it is painful. The concept of pruning, like the Bible talks about how um, we are, Jesus is the vine and we are the branches. And he talks about his father who is like the vine tender. And he comes and he like comes in with 
yeah. and hacks pieces off that are like, this is not necessary. That is not necessary for the health of the plant. Sure. Um, and that is not super fun. It's right. not super fun. Okay. So analogies and, you know, metaphors notwithstanding, mm-hmm. like real life applications of things, like that's the formula is not God's going to give you terrible life on earth. Mm-hmm. So that your life in heaven is good. 100% of the time, life stinks on yeah. earth. So you want to be a Christian? we can have it good when we're dead. Right. And that's mm-hmm. what a lot of people think is, well, if I'm a Christian, my life is going to suck <clears throat> while I'm here. So no thanks. You know, because uh, to be real, you know, life after death is kind of a tough sell because nobody really we're knows. Not... Well... For sure, what that's going to be like, and we all have different understandings and interpretations based on scripture, and you know, it's kind of hard to grasp it when we're not really experiencing it right now. Bingo! All we have is the right now. It's like the, the preppers, preppers trying to get us ready for the apocalypse, <laughs> and we're like, but we're not in an apocalypse. Well, I want to encourage everyone. Um, that's uh, this is a verse that I kind of I hold really near and dear to my own heart, and actually at our church, it's. It's, you know, we do the really churchy thing where we have a scripture over um, mm-hmm. the stage in the sanctuary. Yeah. And this is the one that's over that. Yeah. And it's John 10, 10. And I'm going to give you the the BSV, um, the Bubba standard version here. Um, you know, it's Jesus has come so that you and I would have life and be able to live it to the fullest. That's the... Abundantly. Yeah. It depends on what, what translation. But like Jesus wants you to have a good and fulfilled fulfilling life but our interpretation of what it means to have a life that is fulfilled is just different mm-hmm. my life me okay i have the latest gaming consoles or you know i have a you know a big house or you know, a smoking hot wife all these things i have by the way i just wanted to really <laughs> say that um our house is like yeah it's not big well two out of three okay <laughs> um but like jesus came so that we would have this this really good life. Yet we seem to really get black bogged down with the do's and don'ts so much that it really feels like that's all that Christianity is about. What are we allowed to do? What are we not allowed to do? And if you do the not allowed to do, then the Karens of the world are going to step in and really let you know where that speck is in your eye. If your name is Karen and you're listening to this podcast, we apologize. Unless you act like that, in which case <laughs> you need to change the um, You know, I, I really I say it all the time, and you guys have probably heard me say this a billion times, if not more than that, that the church, I feel the church is widely known for the things that divide us rather than the things that unite us. And I also want to add to that right now that I feel like this is kind of in the same vein as that. Like Christians are more concerned with the things that we aren't supposed to do. We're so concerned with that that we don't really focus on the things that we are called to do. We forget about those things mm-hmm. that, well, I'm not, I'm not supposed to go and do this and do that and yada, yada, yada. I'm not supposed to drink. I'm not supposed to chew. And I'm not supposed to go with the boys that do, you know, that kind of deal. And like Jesus in and of himself, he got called a sinner and a drunkard because he went to those people that did the things that we're not supposed to do. I'm doing heavy air quotes here because it's very nuanced. Hey, there's that word again. Mm-hmm. Nuance. We just changed the name to the Church Nuance Podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, 
I mean, I think that, like, this is on my mind because we were doing it in school recently this week. So Caleb's memory verse for Mm -hmm. school this week is um, about the greatest commandment Mm -hmm. is love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. And the second is like it, to love your neighbor as yourself. So that the, you know, preamble to all of this, what led up to it is there are these two groups of people who are battling groups of people, the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They don't really believe all the same things, but both of them agree that Jesus is the worst and they want to catch him. Like they think that he's blasphemous and that he's leading everyone astray. And they have been up to this point very concerned with making sure that everybody follows all of the little things. That's their job. And they've written extra little things just to make sure that, you know, it's like that concept that is like, well, if the line's way over here, we want to set a line for ourselves that's way back this way to make sure we don't go over the line. So, you know, the footsteps on the Sabbath and, you know, all of these different weird little things. What's that? Like the, the, the path, the road to hell is paved with good intentions (laughs) kind of a deal. And, um, and so they, they both, the Pharisees try to trap Jesus first and they give him this like moral dilemma about a man with these wives and are we married in heaven and all of these different things that doesn't work. So then the Sadducees come and are like, okay, we, we have something that we think is going to work. Answer this. Riddle me, riddle me this. Um, What's the most important commandment? Yeah. And Jesus is like, well, the most important one is love the Lord your God. You know, like loving God, loving others as we, our culture has condensed it down to those two things. And then if you're, if you are doing those two things, those are the do's, everything else is Everything else hangs on you doing these two things. So basically, if you are doing these two things well, you don't have to worry about a lot of the other stuff. Um, Not saying you don't have to worry about it at all, but if you really are doing those two things well. The other things will. They line up pretty well. So I don't know. I felt like that applied. No, it it does. (laughs) I mean, it's the, the, the Christian life is a byproduct of like living living with a love of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And that's a huge thing that I think a lot of times we forget about because it that doesn't matter necessarily as much as did you lie? Did 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 you cheat? Did you steal? Did you do those things? It we focus more on the symptoms than the actual like problem that's going on. Well, and you see that in other religions too mm-hmm. that it and it becomes very you know, you live your life in fear pretty much because you're just trying, you're trying to do symptom management instead of treating the underlying cause, basically. You have a sniffly nose, let's get you a tissue. I was like, no, let's plug it up. (laughs) Yeah. Just take some mucinex. Yeah. So Uh, we're painting with a broad brush mm -hmm. and I get that, you know, like all these things. Oh yeah, I'm not saying... Every church. I'm not saying the entire church. I'm not saying all Christians. I'm not doing that. I, but I'm I'm painting a big picture, and I hope that you guys can kind of see where I'm going it and going with it and get the idea. And I hope that you can see this in your own life, and that you can help identify it in people's lives as well. Because I think that this is a good course correction method for Christians to say, what would it be like if if when you went to somebody instead of saying 
hey, here's all the sin you have in your life. Here's what you're doing wrong, yada, yada, yada. Rather than like accusing, like asking questions and being gentle with people to get a better response and saying, hey, how's your time, how's your time with God been? Like, how, how are you showing God that you, you love him today? Rather than saying, I saw you do that thing and you just suck as a person and I'm better than you and blah, blah, blah. Like we're not actually saying those things, but that's what people are hearing when we attack them like that. Just saying, hey, here's some things that are going on in my life. Um, here's a little self-evaluation. Uh, how, how are things going with you? And that's another relationship aspect. But we, we're not thinking about that so much. We're worrying about the do's and don'ts. And I think that's kind of what Christianity has been boiled down to. Um, but the life of a Christian should be rich. It should be full of joy. Uh, if it's not, there's probably some other things in our life that we need to examine. Full stop. What I'm not saying is that the Christian life is going to be all rainbows and lollipops because it just won't. But even then, the Bible tells us, I believe it's in James, um, the, the Bible tells Several us- Several places. Yeah. In fact. To, to just to count, to count it all joy when you suffer these hardships. And in the moment, that's impossible. It's absolutely impossible. If you have suffered great loss, if you've gone through big, deep things in your life, if there has been true pain, I'm not overlooking that. But the Bible calls us to count those things as joy because his ways are higher than our ways and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Who can know them? I don't know the plan, you know, like in Jeremiah, everybody's favorite, Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, plans to grow you and prosper you. Like the hard times, that's what that verse is for. <laughs> I actually was telling one of our children, this is directly after um, telling them that they're all going to be led into captivity because of the decisions they've not been our, making. Not our children. It's like when you discipline yeah. your child and everything feels really horrible. And at the end of it, you're like, but I really love you. And they don't believe you. Yeah. That's what Jeremiah 29, 11 is like almost directly. Basically. Yeah. So when you're going through hard <laughs> things and like you're, you're really being like drug face first through the mud of life. That's when that verse comes in, that God does have a plan, and I don't know what it is. And it's never, I'm, I'm, person, Christian, friend, loved one, whomever you are, it's never a good thing to tell somebody that in that moment. <laughs> hey, you're going through something really terrible. God has a plan. Just listen. Like, that's probably the right thing for you to do. Tell that person it sucks. I think it can be helpful to know, though, that God doesn't even in those moments, that this is not going to be wasted. Yeah. But God doesn't waste. A lot of people will say, well, everything happens for a reason. Like, could you go away from me right now? That would be fantastic. So like, read the room, find the right time to say that. Um, but the deal of it is that everything should be counted as joy. And we're going to kind of blaze a little bit through this because we don't have a lot more time and we have a lot more written here. And I apologize for that. This, this is just how we operate. But perspective is everything, and perspective is reality. So the thing that we want to we want to kind of let you know here is that Jesus is a year round deal. He's a one time. He's not a one time purchase. Um, he's not a one time purchase at a church camp. Um, he's not on sale on Sunday mornings, uh, or he's he's not just there at uh, you know that good old fashioned revival that we talked about. Um, that's not the only places. He is readily available right now just as much as he's going to be three weeks from now. But again, Anna's going to land the plane for us here. It's all about perspective. Does the deal 
of Jesus seem like a good investment to you? Well, I was thinking about this just because I think <clears throat> when we're talking about like is a life of suffering and hardship worth the eternal benefit and stuff like that. And I think, you know, viewing it like that, we can view it. It is an investment because we know that, you know, so any investment is like I'm putting money down and I'm going without right now so that I can have a greater yield in the future. And it's hard, you know, it requires sacrifice yeah. and that type of thing. And so we know that, you know, the life of following Jesus does involve that. But I think we see these two different perspectives in extremes. We see this like monastic, ascetic lifestyle sometimes, you know, in certain sects and in, in communities and things like that, where it's just, you know, going without all the time and intentionally living in poverty and, yeah. you know, all kinds of stuff. And then you have on the other side of that, the, the prosperity gospel that's peddled on networks like TBN and stuff that yeah. it's like... The Lord just wants you to be, you know, really wealthy and healthy and all of these different things. And if you're not, then you probably don't have enough faith. Yeah. You know, and you don't have are... the Lord's favor. And so obviously, which is we, a crock, by the way, we have to live in the middle of those two things, yeah. because I think that, you know, I've been in a place where life just was really horrible and people are like, well, this is good. You know, welcome to the Christian life. And I'm like, what? I don't think I want to do this. <laughs> um, and so we know that we have to deny ourselves and take up our cross. Yeah. That's what Jesus said that we had to do. It means that we have to turn the other cheek when we really want to throw a punch. Yep. It means sharing our Not love. after you throw a punch. Right. Before. Right. Um, <laughs> you have to communicate that to our children. Um, <laughs> we, ha we are supposed to be sharing our wealth um, you know, sometimes going without so that other, like going out, going without a luxury that we could have so that somebody else can have a bare essential, yeah. um, those kinds of things. Uh, but it also means it doesn't just mean that we're only going to gain after we're dead because eternity right now on earth is, is a part of eternity. Yep. And so that's something that we have to keep in mind. So there is this long-term investment concept, but there is also this like goods, you know, purchasing right now type of thing yeah. in that we, this, this life should be yielding peace and hope and joy and those kinds of things. You know, if you read the Proverbs about choosing the straight path, which is God's way versus the crooked path, that it yields these better results. And those are principles. It's not always a one-to-one -one silver bullet guarantee kind of thing. Yeah. Because that's what Ecclesiastes and Lamentations are about, where it's like, why are good things happening to bad people? Absolutely. I don't like this. Yeah. But we do see some principles of... You know, d lying and cheating and stealing does not earn you lots of friends. Uh, them bad things to do, friend. Or, yeah. you know, like it's just bad. It's bad juju. Um, but that that concept of abundant life starting now, um, that is something that we can hope for and expect, even though there are moments that are more of those, like you really feel the cross on your back right now kind of moments. Yeah. That's part of it. But but we do know that it's ultimately for our good, you know, um, long term in those hard moments. So it is an investment and it is a now kind of thing. And so when yeah. we have our um, 
memory verse time. I'll talk a little bit more about that. Yeah. Two different, two different situations that Jesus tells us about um, that are, it's a both and kind of thing. So with, you know, in the same vein as a Black Friday or any other deal, um, still it's going to cost you something. Uh, even even if it's a reduced price on that, you know, 55-inch flat screen 4K Ultra HD TV that you've been looking at, it's not as much as you thought it was, but it's still going to cost you something. So It's not as much as it should be, yep. but yeah. Yeah, and somebody had to pay that price. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like the whole thing about all of this is that it's not, it's not really fair, but if we were like... We really don't want things to be fair. Like, no. thank God yeah, that no this is I'm out. not fair. Because <laughs> I fair. vote against fair if that's cool with everyone. <laughs> yeah. But you, as the person who is paying your portion of the cost, you have to decide if it's worth it to you. Is, you know, that you know, $200 off of that TV and still having to pay $250 or whatever, is that still worth it to you? Or is it out of your price range? Like perspective is, is reality. Perception is reality here. And so you decide when it comes to Jesus, is it worth it to you? Because in a sense, you know, the Bible talks about how salvation is a gift from God. Mm -hmm. It's not our works. But at the same time, every time that Jesus, you know, would invite people to come and follow them, it did still cost them something. Absolutely. And, you know, for some of them, that price felt steeper than others, I think, but Just depending on how much they had to lose, they had to make a decision. Is it worth it or not? Well, and that's still the same today. Mm -hmm. You know, the cost to you might be relationship with people. The cost might be actual money. The cost might be, um, you know, how people perceive you. Um, I, I know that we get that a lot when we're at conventions or whatever. We tell people the moment it comes out that we're any kind of religious organization at all, people shut off because we get lumped into so many other, you know, batches of people that they met or heard about. We don't get a chance to speak our case. So we understand this. Having been Christians for quite a while, you and I, we're still pretty young as far as things go, but Mm -hmm. we've been Christians for 20 years, 15 years, each of us. I don't know the number. I don't keep track. You've been a Christian for, geez, almost 30 now. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I didn't become a Christian until after that, but, but like we've, we've been Christians for a long time and still we run into these, these hurdles and, and also and not, we don't jump over the hurdles. Sometimes we're in smack dab into the hurdles. Um, and for other people that can be funny to watch for the people doing it, it can be painful sometimes. Oh, so YouTube videos of yeah. spiritual walk fails. Yeah, I don't want to watch, watch, watch a spiritual that. walk fail. No, <laughs> uh, I want to, I want to watch the physical ones. Those are funny. But anyway, like we said, all that being said, if, if you don't, and if you haven't already taken the time to check out this amazing deal that is Jesus, I highly recommend it. We highly recommend it. LTN highly recommends it. Um, and if you need to talk about any of it, please feel free to send me an email, bubba at lovethynerd.com. I would love to talk more with you about it. So we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to give you our nerdy recommendation and our Church Nerds memory verse. So please don't go anywhere. Stick around for more of the Church Nerds podcast. (laughs) 
What up, nerd? We hope you're enjoying the podcast. But did you know that Love Thy Nerd showcases most of their content on LTN Radio First? That's right. Check the schedule and listen to most of our shows before they're available here over at LTNOnAir.com. While you're streaming, you'll also hear the best mix of Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie, and even some content made exclusively for our radio listeners. Stream directly from LTNOnAir.com or download the Live 365 app and favorite LTN Radio. And let us become your new daily soundtrack. You'll be glad you did. Tiger Uppercut! Well, to close out our show today, we have got a nerdy recommendation for you, and it's Xbox Game Pass. Just go buy Xbox Game Pass. If you have a nerd in your life, if they own an Xbox One, an Xbox Series X, or an Xbox Series S, or if they have a PC, if you want to get them something really awesome for Christmas, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. You're going to get back to me about that solitaire thing? No, I've already decided okay. in my mind and in my heart that I'm not wasting money on virtual card packs. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I can't recommend it high enough. Uh, it's fantastic. Just Google Xbox Game Pass Ultimate and guys, you, you need it. And if you are a gamer and you're not doing this and you're like, well, I don't do Microsoft, give it a shot. It's one Dollar. Do one month. Sounded like you were making fun of those people. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is supposed to be no judgment. No, no, no. I got tons of judgment because I feel <clears throat> like we get in these, we get on these fanboy kicks so much, and especially with like PC Master Race or uh, you know, I'm an Xbox bro or PlayStation or Nintendo only, that it's like I get so sick and tired of having these conversations because. When you do that, for what amounts to no reason, okay, um, you miss out on so many good things. Well, I think it it makes more sense to me to be like, well, I have really invested more in PlayStation for this and this reason than That's being fine. like, Microsoft stinks. Yeah, Microsoft Xbox stupid and sucks. <laughs> like what? No, it doesn't. I wouldn't say that. I don't say that about Sony because I think that they're crushing it. How about Ouya? Oh my gosh, you talk to me about the Ouya. I've got it around here we'll in a ta- box somewhere. We'll talk about that on another yeah, segment. fails. Or like an episode. So anyway, Xbox mm. Game Pass, go get you some. I promise you that it's worth it. I have it, and I love it. I love okay. it so much. And okay. you, can, you can play Destiny 2 with me on Xbox if you get... Oh my gosh. You get it, you can play Destiny I'm tired of Destiny 2. Hey, you got a memory resource? I do. Okay, so I had kind of a little teaser, sort of, um, in the last segment. So Jesus tells two two stories kind of back-to-back in uh, Matthew chapter 13. He's really been telling a whole bunch of stories, trying to draw this picture of what the kingdom of heaven is like because we cannot wrap our minds around it. So um, these these are two have to do with like buying stuff and hey. like deals. So I thought I wanted to use them. Deals. Um, 
So this whole passage is Matthew chapter 13, verses uh, 44 through 46. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and covered up. Then in his joy, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. So that's the uh, sort of long-term investment portion. Um, the, The second one he tells is, again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls. Out for his Black Friday shopping. Absolutely. Who, yeah. on finding one pearl of great value, went and sold all that he had and bought it. Um, so that's kind of that upfront value sort of thing. I feel like. Um, anyway, so that's uh, that's that's our nerdy memory verses. You don't have to memorize all of it. But I like if the you pearl want, one. If you want your sticker, you got to memorize all of it. <laughs> sticker. Yeah. I'm buying our kid a pack of gum if he can say. And I mean like one of those big daddy double bubble bags of gum. Uh, if he can say all of his school memory verses for the year, like at the end of our school year. Has he been he practicing refi- that? Yeah. Okay, we've good. Been, we've been working on it. Okay. He thinks he can't do it. I totally think he can do it. He has a memory like a vault. He really does. <laughs> it's a little aggravating, <clears throat> if I'm being real. Yeah. Well, hey, be sure to check us out online at lovethynerd.com for amazing articles on all things nerdy as well as this show, Church Nerds, and our other podcasts and videos. And if you would like to directly support our mission and become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, please visit lovethynerd.com slash give. We are a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible. And if any of that means anything to you, let's chat. If it doesn't, that's fine. You can still give. We would love for you to continue to do that. Don't forget that you can select Love Thy Nerd as your charity of choice when you're doing all of your shopping on smile.amazon.com. Not amazon.com, Anna. Smile.amazon.com. Hey, I'm pretty sure I have it figured out and it's all doing smile now, even on my phone. That would be wonderful. Because it says this purchase is eligible for smile. That's what it says when I buy things. Well, if you do have it all set up, what that's going to do is that is going to help us by giving LTN a small kickback from your purchase at absolutely no extra cost to you. You can also find us on social media at Love Thy Nerd on all major platforms. And as always, right here on LTN Radio each and every Friday morning on LTNAir.com. Now, I say that and I forgot to change that because you won't hear from us again until Christmas Eve. December yep. the 24th. And then Taking we'll be back. Taking a little break for all the holiday things. We'll let you know then when we're coming back because I don't think That's we've true. fully decided yet. Well, it could be complicated because there's a baby happening really soon after that. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. We'll get back to you. <laughs> Church nerds will return in 2021. Maybe with a new co-host for a while or oh something. Oh my gosh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so uh, that leads up to our next point, which is if you'd like to audition to be the new co-host of nope, Church Nerd. No, we didn't talk about that. Pause. <laughs> no, <Nope>, full stop. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Whenever, I'll be back eventually. Whenever we come back, um, <clears throat> you're going to want to be there for it, for season two of Church Nerds. And season two. We made it through an entire season. Woo-wee. One this year. This is one season? Yep. We need shorter seasons. 32 episodes. Counting, they'll be thirty-three by the by the time we're all done. All said and done, which is really not that bad, considering. Is it not? Considering there are only fifty-two weeks in the year. Yeah. I mean, to only, 20? to only miss twenty. To only miss twenty. 
Is that good? Dude, for me, I do so much. 300 episodes of their show. Yeah, well, they do daily, though. Sheesh. They cheat. I'm not nearly as dedicated as he is. Have (laughs) I not made that clear? (laughs) Oh, man. Well, hey, once again, I'm Bubba. I'm Anna. And we'll catch you December 24th. Christmas what? Eve. Do they move Christmas this year? Still on the 24th? No, it's always on the 25th. <laughs> okay, Christmas is on the 25th. Yes. You I guys. Need a, I need a chocolate advent calendar. Or just any calendar at all. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing great here. Jeez. Okay. Hey, if no one else tells you this, remember it's true. Jesus loves you, nerds. Jesus loves you, nerds.